once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat with the best trick I'm Scott. Thanks for checking in on the Wisdom and All Things podcast. If you think of this as being a tour, then I'm on the tour with you. This is my attempt at being that person on the tour that asks those interesting, insightful, sometimes humorous questions. I need to understand and apply wisdom to be wise, and I want to make it easier for you. So thanks for joining me. On today's episode, the beauty, significance, and transformative power of heaven. It's actually not just a place, but a state of being. Listen to this quote from Tim Keller. He says, heaven is not a distant place, but a perfected state of being where we will enjoy unbroken communion with God and one another. That's heaven. There are moments in life that seem otherworldly, and specifically those moments where we experience what Tim Keller is referring to. It's like a a glimpse of heaven or what we might perceive it to be from this side, seen, you know, dimly, as scripture puts it, but powerfully prescient. It, It leaves you thinking, that was a God moment. Several movies succeed in raising the question, could heaven be like this? And one of those is The Green Mile. It's the story of John Coffey, a gentle giant with extraordinary powers, which serves as a powerful metaphor for our enduring fascination with heaven. And in the movie, John possesses a remarkable ability to heal, to take away pain and suffering with a touch of his hand. Yet despite his incredible gift, he finds himself on death row, falsely accused of a heinous crime. One day, in front of all the other inmates, he works his magic. He heals a fellow prisoner who's been suffering like crazy. At that moment, the grim prison, with all of its darkness and despair, feels different. It's like a slice of heaven has dropped right in. Well, the Green Mile may get us thinking about heaven, what it might be like, what it means, and how our lives will be changed. It has actually fascinated and inspired believers for generations. It's a topic that transcends the bounds of human imagination, offering hope, solace, and a glimpse into a reality that surpasses our present existence. Thinking about heaven is is both significant and transformative, as it will shape our thoughts and actions and deepest longings. In fact, as Keller puts it, enjoying unbroken communion with God and one another is also a contributor to being at peace. In Vacation, Anticipating Heaven, Randy Alcorn draws a a thought-provoking parallel between the anticipation of earthly vacations and our longing for heaven. He aptly points out that vacations offer a brief respite from life's routine, igniting excitement for a new experience. In a similar vein, the anticipation of heaven should stir greater excitement as it promises an eternal escape from the pain and brokenness of this world. Alcorn reminds us that the joy experienced in heaven will infinitely surpass any earthly delight as it emanates from God's presence and the fulfillment of our deepest desires. The Bible paints a a rich tapestry of descriptions that portray the splendor of heaven. You've got revelations uh, depicting streets of gold, gates adorned with pearls, alongside the promise of no more pain or tears in Isaiah. They allude to the profound transformation that awaits us as believers. The Apostle Paul's words in 1 Corinthians uh, 2.9 echo the sentiment that what no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined, God has prepared for those who love them. So we can't even really fully understand what it will be like. These vivid descriptions offer mere glimpses into the boundless glory and wonder that is heaven. 
Well, it can sometimes feel as though we're speculating what heaven might be like. John MacArthur emphasizes that the biblical teaching of heaven is a foundational truth that shapes the lives of believers. It instills hope and motivates obedience. It is serving a potent antidote to the temporal allure of earthly pursuits. By fixing our gaze on heaven, we anchor ourselves in a transcendent reality that eclipses the fleeting pleasures of this world. Further confirming the reality of heaven, Chuck Swindoll in The Reality of Heaven underscores that heaven isn't just a mythological concept, but a genuine place prepared by Christ himself. He encourages us to view heaven as the ultimate destination that lends purpose and meaning to our earthly journey. This perspective compels us to live with an eternal perspective, investing our time, talents, and and resources in what truly matters in light of eternity. What we can look forward to is a realm of absolute joy, profound worship, and eternal fellowship with God and other believers. Understanding heaven's nature should fuel our desire to prioritize heavenly values and align our lives with God's eternal purpose. So we can anticipate heaven with a transformative mindset. The notion of heaven isn't confined as abstract theology. It has tangible implications for our lives today. As Randy Alcorn's comparison suggests, anticipating heaven should invigorate our current existence, recognizing that heaven surpasses even the most enchanting earthly experiences that should reorder our priorities. Earthly pleasures pale in comparison to the joy of God's presence motivating us to pursue what truly matters. Heaven's descriptions in the Bible provide evocative images of its beauty. The streets of gold, the gates of pearl, symbolize a place of unparalleled magnificence. And the assurance then of of no more pain, tears, reminds us that suffering will be vanquished. These metaphoric glimpses awaken a longing for reality where God's glory radiates unfettered. Embracing this anticipatory mindset about heaven moves us away from it being a a theoretical concept to a transformative way of living. Here are ways heaven then can transform our lives here and now. First, fix our eyes on things above. John MacArthur, Chuck Swindoll both underscore the transformative power of heaven's reality. Fixing our gaze on heaven dispels the illusion that this world is our ultimate home. It guards us against worldly distractions, guiding us toward a life of faithfulness and obedience. N.T. Wright highlights the importance of prayerful contemplation and reflection on heaven. This means setting aside time for prayer and meditation on scripture, allowing the reality of heaven to begin to shape our thoughts and attitudes. Second, prioritize eternity. John Piper often emphasizes the concept of Christian hedonism, where our ultimate pleasure is found in God. We are to seek joy in Christ above all else and align our values with eternal treasures rather than temporary pleasures. It involves investing time and resources in kingdom-focused endeavors like discipleship, missions, and serving others. Third, endure trials with hope. Randy Elkhorn's writings on heaven remind us that our present suffering is temporary compared to the eternal joy awaiting us. Having this perspective encourages us to endure trials with hope and perseverance, knowing that God uses difficulties to refine our character and prepare us for heaven. Next, live a life of obedience. The importance of living obediently in light of heaven's reality is something that John MacArthur also stresses. This includes aligning our behavior with God's commands, seeking holiness, and cultivating a lifestyle that honors God. 
Obedience is an expression of our love for Christ and our anticipation of the rewards in heaven, where we engage in activities that promote justice, mercy, and compassion as we work to transform communities through the gospel. Here's another. Invest in eternal relationships. We should also look at our relationships differently. Chuck Swindoll, again, encourages believers to invest in relationships that have eternal significance. We should be fostering deep, Christ-centered connections with fellow believers, prioritizing reconciliation and sharing the gospel with others to help them share in the hope of heaven. Next, cultivate a heart of worship. A heavenly mindset should lead to a life marked by worship. David Mathis describes this as involving regular engagement in personal and corporate worship, acknowledging God's sovereignty and expressing gratitude for his grace in the hope of eternity. Another way that heaven can transform our lives in the here and now is through generous living. We don't get to take anything with us when we die, and we shouldn't even want to because we'll have everything that we need in heaven. It's all there. A heavenly mindset means living generously, stewarding not only our finances, but our time, talents, and compassion. We can support missions and charitable causes, help those in need, and share the hope of heaven as a motivation for generosity. And lastly, sharing the hope of heaven. You may remember seeing one of his crusades on TV years ago, but Billy Graham's life was marked by sharing the hope of heaven with millions. His was a life lived with heaven like so on his mind, actively sharing the gospel with others, inviting them into a relationship with Christ over and over again, helping them anticipate the eternal joy found in heaven. So there are quite a few ways that heaven then can transform our lives here and now. We need to fix our eyes on things above prioritize eternity, endure trials with hope. We live a life of obedience and invest in eternal relationships, cultivating a heart of worship. Our lives should reflect generosity and we should be sharing the hope of heaven. Incorporating this anticipatory mindset about heaven transformed the way we view our relationships, resources, trials, and obedience to God, helping us prioritize what it truly means to live in light of eternity. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast. You can check out the article version of this. You can sign up for the email so you can get it sent to you. I I send out a newsletter every single week on Sunday morning so you can kind of just start your day of rest thinking about how to apply wisdom in all things. You get all that and more. It's at wisdominallthings.com.